weeks? Not even weeks in Europe. Going Rome, Paris, Nice. Can't talk too much or else these people, our listeners, are going to think we're making too much money on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm staying in hostels. I'm backpacking. I'm training. Cheap route. Because we're all you. about the grassroots movement at WST. I got you a really nice tent for your for your wedding present. So perfect. Perfect. Remember a couple of weeks ago when I said that the WCC was going to get more teams to the NCAA tournament than the Pac-12? Yes. If we look at this today, Pac-12 has two teams. They have Arizona and UCLA for sure. Correct. Go over to the WCC. Now, wait, 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 wait. Right, let me get one, one one shot at your alma mater. Weren't they the number three seed and lost? Um, uh, potentially. That, that, had to be, that had to be alarming if you say that the WCC is going to get three. And then Santa Clara lost very early on and, well, I guess, as early as they could have in the WCC tournament, right? I wasn't counting on them. I was counting on <laughs> LMU. So I thought LMU... Uh, so here's where we stand today. LMU lost in the quarterfinals and lost eight out of their last five. They're out. BYU's not going to get in. WCC's only going to get two. Okay. Pac-12, it's going to depend on USC and Oregon. Jen's coming home. Sophia's about to go crazy here. That's fine. Play two, so we will play see. Two, I, could in, I could finish in a draw is what I'm saying. Yeah, tie goes to the runner. Tie goes to the runner. Okay. And my Kansas State, my Kansas State Wildcats are playing later this evening at the T-Mobile Center in Kansas City, 6:30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Taking on, have you ever seen this? Is, do you know who this is? I was going to say something that would have gotten us canceled from our podcast, so I'm not going to say that. I was say like the Claw, Bear Claw. Uh, it's it's the TCU Horn Horn Frog. I think that's it. Something okay. along those lines. That, that could be a whole different pod. Sorry, I digress. Um, yes. So you're saying the entire West Coast is going to have four teams in the NCAA tournament, plus. No, plus we're like going to have a lot. If you count the Mountain West, West and the Big yeah, West. Did Montana State get in? They played last night. They played Northern Arizona. Was Brick at the game? Uh, Brick doesn't go to Bozeman, doesn't leave Missoula. <laughs> They're bitter rivals. He doesn't. He doesn't go into Bobcat country. All right, no way. Welcome to Big Ben and K Win on NoFilter.net, a March Madness edition of Big Ben and K Win. We're going to talk about Quad One, Quad Two wins, bid thieves, sleepers, point gods, KU's Big Ben's. Bogus KU theory and more. You can watch us each week on nofilter.net. Just click on the vault, subscribe to our podcast, watch us whenever we do a live show. If you miss us, go to the vault, catch us on demand. If you're more a podcast person, smash that subscribe button. We're on Audible, Pandora, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. I'm K Win, and he's Benny Brackets. God, I'm looking through the slate of games. And Fran, who who's who's our our our, our bracket guy now? 
Well, there's multiple. Joey Brackets, Joe Lenardi. Joe Lenardi. How many screens must he have to have? I looked at there's like 32 games with like all implications. He's got a couple interns and an algorithm. I don't think he watches the games. <laughs> oh my goodness. But it is that time of year. And and I heard, I mean, everything that I've heard around the NCA this year is that March is going to be a March like no other. That there is the top line is very much the middle line. And the middle line is very much the top line. And that the Sevens can be twos and twos could be sevens. I'm excited. I am very excited this year to, because more so than ever, it's going to be gut. It's going to be your gut. You know, when you're picking your bracket and you're like, ah, that, yes, feels like that to you. It's a, mm -hmm. you know, and you're like, ah, but this team, and then you, you rationalize your way out of it. You're like, yeah. And then it, then it turns out that, you know, happens or it doesn't or, or Feels like this year, every one of these little gut picks, you know, I, I actually watched them play for two seconds earlier this year. The guy hit a three and they look really good. I'm picking them. I feel like those are going to hit all day long. This, this is the year that more ranked teams have lost to unranked teams than any other year. This is my first point. Second point is, is about a week ago, Carolina and Duke were unranked. Like, when's the last time both of those teams have been unranked? It's 1982, according to our intern. You said the top is at the middle, the middle of the top. The top is at the bottom, and the bottom is close to the top. There's so much parity this year, and I'm right with you. Because every year I pick, I'm like, lower seed, or excuse me, higher seed one, higher seed there can't be this many one, twos, and threes, and I go back. Now it's like, go with the gut. There's going to be a lot of upset. You got your own algorithm. I'm, I, and it's going to be the year where you look at, you know, someone's mom who sneaks into the bracket, you know, that hasn't played in three years, and all of a sudden you see that they picked Oral Roberts to win it all. And you're like, what's going on here? And all of a sudden she wins. Like, it's it's going to be that type of year. where there's. I'm there's ready no, to have my mom do my brackets. That's I know. It's not a bad idea. Bev versus Gale. Fat Gale's right up there. We should do it. We should do it. Uh, are there any tournament pools that you're in that I can join under the Bev win alias? Yes, absolutely. I, All I, right. I will do it for my mother, too. Let's do that. Let's go. I, I'm looking forward yeah, we to should, it. But we should do a mom's only bracket. That'd be amazing. Be like, you can't get in. There'd be some sort of lawsuit come at us. Be like, nope, you have to meet mom. No. I think we'd be fine. I don't think I just... people would sue us for that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, picks are on Sunday. Yeah. We're podcasting Monday evening. But today, okay. just a little preview of what's ahead. You know, if you're listening to this recording... Later, that's your fault. We're broadcasting live on Thursday, March 9th. We're going to give you some sleepers and some picks that are going to do well. But shame on you if you listen to this podcast late and you pick a sleeper to beat a team with a player that has an injury. <laughs> do your research. But we should be a part of your research. Oh, and subscribe to our injury uh, RSS feed. 
for all tournament players. Kyle will be rolling that out. Um, who are your teams? Can Ooh, I just start with right one? into it? I, yeah, let's just go. Let's we can't okay. tiptoe unless you want to. No, I've got a new vocabulary, new vocabulary word for our fans. Big thief. That is a Cinderella team or a mid-major Cinderella who is not projected to make it to the NCAA tournament. They need to win out in their tournament to advance and therefore bursting the bubble of an at-large team. Bid thieves. I want to go through a couple scenarios. And I'm you're saying you. you're saying bid bid b i d bid b i d okay, I'm, I'm hearing big. I was like big thief. I thought you meant like a big man down low that's got could steal the ball really well. No, no, no. NCAA tournament bid b i d thief bid thieves. You know where you can find them? Mid majors. ESPN eight. At nine o'clock Pacific time in the Mac or Big West Conference. <laughs> or 9 a.m. Eastern, the Big East tournament. They're playing the early game or on your app. Because if it's a Pac 12 network that might go debunk this weekend or Bally Sport Network, you might not be able to find them. That's where you find a bid thief. But we're going to give you a couple bid thieves, a couple sleepers to help you out. So I just got a couple conferences I want to walk you through. The Big West, Big Ben. Their tournament okay. started two days ago. It goes to the 11th. Joe Lenardi says there's only one team that should advance and go, and that's the winner of the tournament. It's probably going to be UC Irvine or UC Santa Barbara. But, however, Cal State Fullerton and UC Riverside are potential bid thieves. Do you think either one sneaks in? And, again, you don't have to know anything about basketball because there's so much parity. I know, and I get I I confuse. You could be a use all the UC schools when it comes down to like when they're in tournaments together. I just get them all confused, like the Gauchos, the, the, you know, versus the Anteaters versus what's the Bakerfield, Bakersfield mascot? Lumberjacks. Is it no, no? It's like some fiery guy. Who UC Riverside, Lumberjack. UC Davis, Cal Poly's sitting in there. Cal State. The answer the answer to your question is no. Um, I mean, I, I think there is, there's too much, with too much parity in kind of this leads to more parity across, say the big five, if you would, let's call them the big five power five, power five, sorry, power five. Who are your power five conferences? Is the WCC one of them? (laughs) WCC. Uh, WAC, MAC, <laughs> ACC, and Big East. How about that? Love it. <laughs> uh, no, it just here we are. You can tell me if I'm wrong here. The more parity that we see in the Power Five, meaning there's not a ton of top end teams like Kansas. You know, there's not. To your point earlier, Duke and Carolina are not top of the team. You know, both undefeated in conference and so forth. So, who are you going to reward? You know, are you going to reward a team with that who's 27 and 8 in the Big West? Are you going to reward a team that's 500 in league play but plays in the Big 12? Every year we see it. It's going to be the Big 12. The little guy always gets hurt. And I'm saying this year more so than any. Like, it's just going to be 
there's going to be a lot of middle of the road guys that are really good, but it's just, you're in the, like the big 12. And I think sec is going to get a lot of push from, uh, from, from not necessarily voters, but the committee, I guess you would say. Let me ask you this. All the blue bloods are now paying players legally NIL money. And a lot of the blue bloods are struggling. Can you get a refund on your NIL money <laughs> at the end of the year? <laughs> I mean, there. To be honest with you, there could you could probably write something into the contract where, like, if you don't go over eighty percent from the free throw line, sorry, checks. <laughs> I I personally, if I'm doing an NIL deal, there's probably got to be some performance quotas. So there's know? crooked deals so that you don't have to pay out. Well, no, I don't think there's crooked deals as you're getting your money's worth. As you pay anyone, hey, you want some return on that. I want to see you at least on the floor. If you can't in a free throw and you can't dribble with your left hand, we probably don't have a solid agreement. That's fair. Actually, I'm going to start doing our NIL contract negotiations from here on out. <laughs> Sorry, kid. I'm just going to have to repossess your car. <laughs> Um, on the flip side of that, if you have a great NCAA tournament, when the lights are out, the TVs are on, I'm like ready to negotiate when I get back to campus after being like taking the team to the Sweet 16 or Elite Eight or even a first round win in a small market team. It's that type of year where we said, I mean, universities as a whole can help be helped majorly in recruiting just from a, a deep run, a final four run. Players can be impacted in a big, big way, especially if you're in mid-major, this is your only opportunity to be seen. Um, NIL deals. Do you come up with like a shtick? Do you have a shtick maybe to target some NIL deals? What clause am I at? I don't know. Say the... Say, let's go with uh, where's Sister Mary at? Or Sister Mary Jean? She's in Chicago. I know she's at Loyola Marymount, though, right? No, Why don't we get at Loyola no, Chicago? Loyola Chicago. Is, that was only like two twenty five hundred miles away. <laughs> Why don't we get her or like the team sponsored by Chicago Dogs? Some good. Um, if I'm in Milwaukee, I'm doing cheese heads. There you go, but but it's got to be a brand. I'm sure there's a brand that makes cheese head. <laughs> Dude, I, I don't know. Lactose. Let's hear about your Kansas State theory. I've been waiting all week trying to like figure out how I'm gonna poke holes into it. <clears throat> so it's simple. Christmas time last year, the year before this, Hayden and I, Hayden, my brother, uh, went to a game at Allen Fieldhouse. In Lawrence, okay. we watched. How far the, is Topeka from Lawrence? From Lawrence, an hour. Yeah. Okay. This year, we go to Manhattan. Well, how, rewind. How far rewind. is Manhattan, Kansas, from Topeka? Rewind. Kansas wins the national title last year. Yeah. This year, we decide to go watch a game, Kansas State versus Radford in Manhattan. 
Manhattan, Kansas, folks, not Manhattan, New York. <laughs> Manhattan, Kansas. It's about an hour and 20 minutes, Topeka. My theory is Kansas State's looked pretty good all year. They have a senior point guard, an amazing transfer from Florida, Keontae Johnson. Mm-hmm, yeah. And a big guy that can run the floor and stretch and hit threes. That's all you need. That's a recipe. So if you have some money, any extra cash, you got some money underneath your couch over there, K1, go put it on K-State to win it all. I actually like your theory because at first I thought you were going to say because they beat Radford and won, they're going to win the <laughs> national championship. <laughs> That's not it. They got some solid that, players. They, they play in the Big 12. I was listening to a podcast today, CBS Sports, and they opened up the podcast. And so I'll ask this question, the same question they asked. Would you take the Big 12 or the field to win a national championship this year? So I'm taking Texas, Kansas, K-State. TCU, get your horn frogs up. I think that's actually it. That's the, um, TCU, probably Iowa State. Yeah. Um, maybe in Oklahoma State, I guess. Maybe Oklahoma State, depending on how they do. West Virginia. No, West Virginia is not going to make it. Oh, you don't think West Virginia is going to make the tournament? I hope you're in my bracket. (laughs) They're playing well late. I think. I think West. I think West Virginia gets there. When 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 did you become such a Bobby Huggins fan? Uh, I'll I'll take the Big Twelve. I'll take. I like my chances. I look more at the coaches too. You know, have, have all those guys been here? Bill Self, Bobby Huggins, he make it. Yes. Oh, we got. We forgot Baylor. Baylor, there you go. Yeah, I'll take those. Give me the Big Twelve. Actually, give me the Pac Twelve. I'll be okay. No, no, you won't. Can we talk about the legitimate, like the chances? Of Arizona or UCLA, or do you want to leave that till Monday, till we actually see the, the brackets go up? It's going to be the same today as it's going to be Monday. No chance. <laughs> I Why? know our West Coast pod. So UCLA, Brian Hamlin, if you listen to the pod, shout out to him. Gave me the update on UCLA. Jalen Clark is their second or third best player on their team, but he's second in scoring, second in rebounding. He's hurt. And if I Google it right now, he might be done for the year. And if he's out, I don't know if they have enough to win it all. I mean, they still got Tiger Campbell. They still got Jaime Jacquez. They got Amari Bailey. They got Dave Singletary. But without the glue, Jalen Clark, he rebounds. He plays defense. He can score the ball. I don't think they can win it all. I think they could still go to like a sweet 16. But beyond that, I don't like their chances, Big Ben. Okay. What about Arizona? Are you a little more I mean, bullish they, on them? They owe me because I picked them to win it all last year. And they should have. They had the talent, but they couldn't get over the hump. I haven't seen enough of them, quite honestly. But UCLA handled them fairly easily last time they played. Tommy Lloyd, great coach. Gonzaga. I'm going to say they go to the Sweet 16. Two teams in, two sweet sixteens. That's my prediction. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty 
had my my Cougs lost, my hope was that we would just make a run and make a just like I feel like if you showed up at this tournament and you had a chance. This year. Pac-12. Well, I mean, anyone this year, I think, has a decent shot as long as you make the tournament, right? No yeah. juggernaut out there. That's um, Zags. How are you feeling about the Zags this year? I, if I see, <laughs> I saw, I saw Timmy do a post-up move. Yeah, like block one way, do the up and under block another way, and then like fade away bank shot, like nothing special, and flexed on a guy. <laughs> Gonzaga lost all credibility in my book right there. Um, they took care took care of St. Mary's. Randy Bennett's team went yeah. like they would have been. I mean. I mean, if you put the team from two years ago, the COVID team, Gonzaga in this in this tournament, I think they oh, yeah. sweep. They win by thirty each game too. Um, this year, I don't know. I mean, there's no Timmy's Timmy, and he's been there for maybe the fourth time being in the tournament. The charm, and he can lead them to victory. I mean, I this know. is probably the worst Gonzaga team that Timmy's been on during his college career, and I think they're ranked ninth or 10th. I just don't think they have the high-end NBA draft talent that usually translates into an NCAA run like Chet, you know, Kispert, Suggs. Like, they don't have those guys. Timmy, I don't even know if he's going to get picked in the second round. No. No, he won't. Um, But does that then help them a bit this year? Like, no one's talking about Gonzaga. No one's talking about really any one team. Like the, you know, maybe Purdue, Zach Ivey. But who's, who, you mentioned, you mentioned that, you know, top end talent. I, where does it live this year? Like, because generally this time of year, it's whoever is the best players in the collegiate ranks ends up winning. Like Steph Curry can win, get you to a sweet 16 on a garbage team. Where do the best players live? The Wooden Award winners are their list is pretty much Ivy, Timmy, and like some older seniors. Yeah. They got you got Marcus Sasser from Houston. Um, you got the dude from Kansas. What's his name? Jalen Wilson. Yep. He's still around. He's solid. Uh, you got the guy in Alabama, Brandon Miller, but he's got some other stuff on his mind going yeah. on. I mean, the Duke freshmen that are usually solid haven't lived up to the hype. They've been hurt. I mean, Carolina might not make it to the tournament. Jim Bayheim's retiring. Like, we're seeing a changing of the guard at college basketball. This might be the year that it's more of a team rather than an individual. But I highly doubt it because you want to know K wins key ingredients to a national championship. <laughs> I do. Put on your chef hat, please. Ingredient number one, you need a point guard, G O D, a point guard who acts like a point guard during the tournament, a playmaker. He can get you twenty. He can string that out week over week. 
The ball's in his hands. He's got to make a decision. He can't turn the ball over. He's got to make other players better. And if we go back and look at the last five championships, who were those point guards? Christian Braun, he played unbelievable for Kansas last year. Davian Mitchell and Baylor. Year before that, it was COVID. The year before that, Ty Jerome, say what you want. But he had seven assists in the title game, put up like 18, plays for my Golden State Warriors. Year before that, Jalen Brunson. So you need that point guard who's running the show, who's dominating the offense. When there's parity, you need someone to rise above it and take over a game. That's ingredient number one. Ingredient number two, you need multiple NBA players on your team to win it all. Do you go way back? The last time Arizona won it, Miles Simon, Jason Terry, Mike Bibby, you know, UCLA when they won it, the O'Bannon brothers, you know, UNLV, Larry Johnson, Greg Anthony. You need multiple NBA players. We go back to the list. Kansas, Christian Braun, they had a boggy. They had Jalen Wilson, Baylor, Donovan Mitchell, Davian Mitchell, Jared Butler, Virginia. It was Ty Jerome. DeAndre Hunter, who I think is in Atlanta, yeah. and Kyle Guy. So Quince, who out there here, has quit, these quit, players? You need to be selling this algorithm right here. I'm, I'm going I'm selling through. it. I'm giving it to you free. All you have to do is smash <laughs> the like or subscribe button. Because you're right. All right, so who fits that bill? That's easy. And don't. And I think Kansas State fits that bill. So you're saying they have a point guard. All right, let me sell you Kansas State with that algorithm. Okay. That algorithm. Hold on. Give me a second. Can we get a little? You can go ahead and look. I mean, go back to when Duke won it. Jay Will, Dunleavy, Boozer, Carolina. They had McCants, Belton, Sean May. Um, I mean, all right, you're exactly right. So here, let me give you. Uh, okay. Stats. Keontae Johnson's an NBA talent, averaging 18 and 7. Marquise okay. Noel, point, yeah, there's your point guard, averaging 8 assists, 2.5 steals, and 17 points. And Naquan Tomlin, averaging 10 points, six rebounds, an assist, a steal, a block, and only turns it over one, only turns it over once a game. I mean, that's that's yeah. all you need. That's the three right there. That's the recipe. And the key to the algorithm is, is I'm not saying win a championship and the all those players go pro the next year. It's just that it's that guy who's good, who's a sophomore, who's maybe the third player who steps up into an All-American role the next year. If we go back to Villanova, that might have been the greatest team of all time. Like, hear me out here. 2018, they had Jalen Brunson. They had DiVincenzo, who was outstanding player in the Final Four that year. They have Mikel Bridges, who's now on the Nets. They have Eric Pasquale who's in the league somewhere, and then they have Connor Gillespie, who's in the league. They had five NBA players. They had six. Spellman is playing overseas. I didn't understand. Now I understand why Villanova won going into that game. 
I didn't know, but they had a lot of players develop in the years to come. They had a lot of talent, and they played as a team. Villanova is the most under – like, we. it's a small school. It's smaller than the Gonzaga, like, student enrollment-wise. So it's just a quiet little spot in Philly. And uh, I don't think we see the Big East enough. Just like, you know, when we were out East, we don't see the Big East, just like they don't see the Pac-12. Like, the Big East is a good conference. Like, watch a St. John's game in Madison Square Garden. It's like a Final Four game. Yeah. No matter who they're playing, because it's just fun. It's college basketball in Madison Square Garden. All right, so just stop with the formula. Because I think you're obviously you're right. Now let's yeah. identify some more teams and then make it $10 for the people to listen or watch. So let's talk through Kansas. They've got Grady Dick. He's like a 6'7", 6'8", guard. They got Jalen Wilson. So like those are your two pros. But I don't know if they have the point guard. I don't know if, if he can do it. So I don't see Kansas winning at all. I still think they're going to go far because they got pros. They got Bill Self, but they're not going to win it. Take them off the list. We've got – this is my team here. We can't be in the same bracket. I really think Houston's going to win it all. We got Marcus Sasser, the point guard. He's their all-time leading three-point um, made. He's played both ways of the ball, offense yeah. and defense. They're ranked in Kim Palm's offense and defense efficiency top five. And, oh, by the way, they've got freshman Jarris Walker, who's a top five pick. And one is the top freshman in the country. Great defensive versatility, can rebound, score, and they have Kelvin Sampson in his ninth year. You heard it here, folks. First, folks, Houston Cougars will win the Natty. Here's where I'm not going to throw any holes <laughs> in here, but I might throw one hole. But I'm not going to do it now. I'm going to let you ride that and go. No, no, no. I want to hear because I built the counter. Knowing you're going to call me out on my algorithm. Well, so no, go. the prematurity. I think here's the one thing you also have to look at. I, I would, here's one stat that I think we got to consider. Two things, two things we got to consider. Freshmen in big time games like this. So I think that's a wild card rather than lock, where if you have a junior that's a top scorer, he's probably. He's gonna. He has. It, it depends on your. Fre- it depends on your freshman. Because remember, easy. I'm not Carmel- done with my second thing yet. Carmelo Anthony know. was a freshman. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Jarris Walker is not Carmelo. Carmelo Anthony. Let me just say that. Save this podcast, intern. Save this podcast. <laughs> Jarris Walker is not Carmelo Anthony. And Kelvin Sampson is not Jim Bayon. I mean, all right. Here's my other thing for you. Three-point percentage as a team. You need it to be successful. In the winner's day. team, that'd be the only one. Because you know you can get hot, and you look, and you're like, how did how did that team? Well, they hit on 50% of their three-pointers in the second half, and game was over. That'd so are you saying, the- if I'm hearing you correctly, are you saying we should look at the top three-point field goal percentage teams because they're already consistently good, but they could get hot in the tournament and it's 
Natty time. <laughs> that is your Are algorithm. We, we, we need some, add it to the algorithm. We need some bifocals, energy drinks, and you know, just twelve hours of free time. And yes, we yes, I'm I'm saying that. Um, what did Houston do two years ago? Oh, my bad. They went to the final four. What did they do last year? Oh. They went to the Elite Eight. They beat Arizona. So you, they, they are. So you're ready. thinking another component has should be. Have you been there? Have you have you been in the dance? Experience. Before? Yeah. Experience with your point guard. You know who's going to win it all? Northwestern. <laughs> this is. The, <laughs> they're going to crush our algorithm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do we have to give a refund of, if Northwestern wins? And, and of any team in the actual tournament, Northwestern's pretty appropriate. Just crush the algorithm, Northwestern. I do like it. Let's get into it more on Monday. So yeah. here's here, here. I got something for you. I actually did come prepared. Hold on. I need some scores. So I, uh, I'm going to forecast some, some games for you. Okay. Okay. Have they already finished? They have not finished, but the, the matchups are there. So, um, Ooh, Carolina's losing right now to Virginia. Oh, they're done. They're out. K-State got lucky. One of TCU's best players left the team like 10 hours ago. Lampkin, center. What? Why? I mean... I didn't have time to get into the article. They're talking about like racial comments that either the coach made or the coach's wife made. Anyways, he walked away from the team. That's no bueno. That's not part of the algorithm. Um, Racial slurs aren't a part of the algorithm. (laughs) We should not joke about that. They're not a part of the algorithm. Okay. There's no, there is no finals tomorrow, K. Wayne. You're getting off easy. You're getting yeah, stock off easy. All right, actually, who wins the Duke, Duke Miami game? That's a hard one because Duke is playing much better now. We're at the end. Miami of could be... go to the Sweet Sixteen. You know that NIL money? That's all Miami did. Like <laughs> they made it rain. I'm going Duke. Okay. Um, I got three more, two more games for you. And here's my winner of the ACC. It's going to be NC State. Traquan Smith, guard, one of the top five point guards, <laughs> NBA talent, NC State, Wolfpack. Ow! Here's the other. You're cutting out. We may have lost Big Ben. No, I'm here. Okay. Are you still talking now? <laughs> Let's wrap this up. I got my Wait, three Kennedy's sleepers here right, right now. Right now. I want to give them to you Hold right them. now so that Hold you them. can give me credibility 
I pick these sleepers before the brackets are released. Okay, and then we go. will send this clip to ESPN, Fox Sports, Barstools. Go. One. Mark Marquette. They're going to be a two, two seed, but they're not a sexy two seed. They'll go to at least the Sweet 16. Texas A&M, best backcourt. They play downhill. They get to the free throw line. They trap the ball. They cause ha- havoc. They beat Alabama since mid-January in the net Kim Palm ratings, a number six overall team. The third one, Boise State. Now, I'm not saying any of these teams are going to win it all. I'm saying they are undervalued. Other people are shorting them because they're not sexy. Texas A&M lost five out of their first eight. But who cares? It's how you're playing now. Boise State, Leon Rice, Gonzaga alum, Tyler Degenhart, Max Rice, they're ready. Those are the three teams that will win at least one or two games come tournament time. And I'm out of breath. That was okay. I mean, you, you picked a few teams, undervalued teams. I picked want, three can teams. I, can I give you? Oral Roberts has a seven foot five kid. Seven foot five. You know what beats the seven foot five kid? The three pointer. <laughs> All right, good one, done. Let's go. Big All right, K win. This is March Madness one. March Madness two is coming out Monday night after the brackets are released. We're going through each region. We'll break down picks. We'll break down winners. I didn't even tell you. I'm in Vegas the first weekend of the tournament. I'm in Vegas Thursday and Friday, which is also St. Patty's Day. So if you need to get any bets, like send them my That's way. Funny. I, I have a a ticket I need you to cash. All right. How are you going to give me the ticket? I'll mail it to you. All right. Now send it to me. Do I get any juice? Do I get a cut? I'll, I'll write the instructions for the rebuy on all of it. Don't, don't bring back any cash. Just put it all back in. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, so we're going to talk Vegas. about that on Monday. Yes, absolutely. All right. You'll be in Vegas. Big Ben and K win. Part one, NCAA. Brackets are coming out just, what, Monday? Yes, you've already said that. All right, let's get yeah. out of here. At Big Ben Kwin underscore on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. We're blowing up TikTok. I mean, did you see how many likes we got? It was unbelievable. So smash the like button. Keep doing that. Subscribe to our podcast, Apple, Pandora. Audible, we're everywhere you get your podcast. Subscribe, give us another five star review. We haven't had one in like 30 seconds, so you might be valuable to the next listener in Italy, Rome, or France. We're worldwide. Home, hey, can I say, don't nah me? Do people start saying nah to you? Nah, nah, yeah, you don't like that? Nah, don't nah you me. just nod me? Nah, don't nod me. <laughs> Boom. I like it. Boom. <laughs>